What's happening, financial coaches? It's Pete here. I want to give you a realization of mine, and I think we kind of all know this, but it's hard if you're not rich to kind of believe it. And I've come across this with so many people. If you if you are working with um, financial coaching clients who are spending a lot of money trying to live the Instagram lifestyle, maybe they are uh, victims of uh, FOMO the fear of missing out, right? Um, they want to look good for their friends, family. They want to post pictures of vacation. You know, it's funny because I even know someone who, when they are on vacation, take a ton of different photos and then post them throughout the year to make it look like that one vacation is a dozen vacations, you know, if that makes sense. So, uh, you know, the idea of looking rich, I think is so pervasive and especially in the social media world, especially in a world where, hey, I can't necessarily verify it, you know, or, um, you know, prove that you're not on vacation, you know, and if it's, you know, if it's, very easy to kind of create the image of the lifestyle that you want because people aren't following you specifically. You know, they don't live near you. They don't talk to you all the time, you know, and they want to look like they're living the high life. You, you can certainly do it. I mean, heck, there was an article about how there is a fake private jet in LA that you can rent for 60 bucks an hour for photos, right? You just go on it and take your photos and it's, it's just a set. It's not even a plane. So this is a real thing. And even if people aren't getting totally consumed by it, I think this is one of the underlying reasons that people spend so much money, right? And I want to talk to you today about kind of a process I've used to try to help people work through this. And, and I'm not immune to this either. You know, I like nice things. I like, you know, going to nice golf courses and taking nice vacations. I'm not one to actually post this kind of stuff on social media because I'm also a pretty private person um, in general. Right, calendar's going up. So, you know, I don't feel like I need to show people, but there was a phase in my life, especially, um, you know, 20 years ago when I was broke, I just had this conversation with someone that they were like, yeah, I got married in 2002. Why didn't you come to my wedding? And I was like, 2000, oh, 2002. I'll tell you why I didn't come to your wedding because I wasn't going to go to Hawaii. Uh, in 2002, because I was dead broke, right? I mean, uh, the idea of going to um, a nice destination for someone's wedding was just out of the question when, you know, I was concerned about putting meals on the table. Now, there are some people who'd be like, listen, I'm going to do it and I'm going to charge up the credit card and gosh darn it, I'm going to go into debt and just have experiences in life. And, you know, you can make that happen too. But to me, I was broke. And so being broke, you don't want to necessarily show that you're broke. And, you know, I went through this phase too, where you want to look like you're doing better than you are. Drive a nicer car, live in a nicer apartment, big, buy a big home, buy, you know, uh, expensive jewelry, Birkin bags. I don't know about Birkin bag, but you kind of catch my drift here, you know, and, and this causes a lot of spending problems for people you know a lot of people have spending issues when we look at doing budgets a lot of this is because you know the income is here but the spending is here and why is the spending here because we want that feeling of being able to live the life we want even if we're not producing to provide at the life we want right and so one of the things that i try to do with people and it's a process and it kind of happens over a conversation is how do i get people to understand that rich people typically don't want to look rich that poor people that want to be rich and be perceived as rich want to look rich and they want to provide those affectations and the kind of those illusions of being rich and really the the first time that this dawned on me was i was doing a lot of business networking going to business networking events and you have some people pulling up in nice cars but not necessarily like exclusive cars you know acuras um cadillacs audis whatever right 
cars that are affordable, but kind of nicer. And, you know, a lot of these people had them leased or, you know, on eight year payment plans or whatever. And they would come into these things and talk about, you know, how great their business is going. And they would try to show some of the affectations of this. But as I started networking over the years and getting to know some of these people, you know, some of these people that you think are rich because they have all the trappings of a luxurious lifestyle and you find out, hey, you know, their business is on the verge of going under or, you know, <laughs> they're almost living out of their car or they have a full time day job repairing air conditioning units because uh, this business that they are uh purporting to be very successful is not making any money, right? Um, you know, that they are working during the day to try to subsidize the business that they say is going really well or whatever it might be. And so, you know, the reality is there's a big difference between pulling up in a leased Audi versus a paid off Bentley, right? And so as I got to know some other people and some rich people, and as I started to make more money myself, you start to go through this phase of where all of a sudden you were trying to show how successful you were and are or whatever it might be. But as you do become successful, you don't want to look rich for any number of reasons. And I've kind of talked to some of my friends who have certainly outpaced me in their success. And, you know, and I see a lot of the same in motivations for them. And one of the reason is as you do well, say, as you and your peer group continue to do better in life and maybe you start outpacing some of those people, you don't want to necessarily make them feel inadequate. You don't want to make your close friends and, you know, some of your lifelong friends feel like they're lesser of a person. Um, and so there's a lot of times when you don't want to necessarily talk about how amazing that bonus was or the new client you got or whatever it might be, because you don't want them to feel inadequate and feel like, you know, uh, bitter towards you. Um, there's also other reasons, you know, you get hit up for more donations. I remember, you know, as I started to increase my donations to some of these places, um, suddenly you start getting these requests. Hey, you know, can we grab a cup of coffee sometime? Can I buy you a lunch? And it's because that they want to hit you up for more money. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't be generous, but there's a lot of times when you're donating to some places or supporting them and doing what you think is, is nice. And it's, it's not, it's not particularly painful, but as they see an opportunity to increase you know, donation fivefold, tenfold, or whatever, and they ask you for it, you know, um, it actually would behoove you to say, hey, you know, maybe I'm not doing that great. You know, not necessarily um, projecting that and letting people know so that you don't get hit up for every charity. I mean, uh, as, especially as you start making, as I made donations to more places, you start getting hit up by more and you start getting um, told that this person is supporting our group or sponsoring us and, you know, can we do more? I remember when I sponsored my first external podcast, um, I didn't realize that some of those podcast guys said, hey, you know, this person sponsored my podcast and we're talking to other podcast owners and all of a sudden you're getting hit up by four or five other podcasts for sponsorships too and it's just something I couldn't necessarily afford to do. But um, so it actually helps you to kind of be very humble and not show people how you, much you're bringing in or what you earn or what your capacity is. You know, um, even as I bought additional cars, you know, one of the things that I did was when I would bring them home, I would just try to put them in my garage as quietly as I could, you know, pick them up midday, put them in my garage because I didn't necessarily want my neighbors to see, hey, did he just buy another car? You know, what is he got? Because I think a lot of those times, you know, people can start feeling a little uh, bitter, you know, um, uh, you know, instead of being supportive and like, hey, you know, you're doing really well. I think there's a lot of kind of this human nature of, oh, look at them. You know, they're trying to show off. You know, I, 
I had a, a friend of mine who threw a party, a big party at their house, you know, beautiful house, and they had a tent set up and catered you know, the whole affair. And I asked them why they never did that again. They said that because the general consensus from it was that people were angry that we were just trying to show off our success. And the reality is that they had been successful. They had, um, you know, some really great events happen in their life, you know, some business uh, opportunities that really kind of took them to the next level and what they wanted to do was share that with some of their close friends and family and they had people over to help them celebrate kind of these uh, landmark moves for them and the only thing that really happened was a lot of people ended up being bitter so they never did it again and these are the types of things that can happen when people actually become rich and so to me like i said in the networking what i realized is that the people who were really confident in themselves they weren't necessarily trying to look rich they were really focused on what they provided as a business were often sometimes the most successful you know there was a guy who i got to know that had um uh, a tire place a car tire sold car tires and, you know and he came in just kind of casual khakis and uh polo shirt and um as i got to know him over the years he's got a tire empire right but it's one of those things where you know if he were walking around and you know he says that you know if he went to these places and driving his bentleys and his lamborghinis and all these other things and just showing how well he's doing the reality is people probably wouldn't come buy his tires even though he offers great deals on the tires and he's one of the cheapest places to buy tires for his for cars you know he's like if this is the image that i'm projecting to people they're gonna think hey i don't have to help this guy he makes tons of money i shouldn't buy from him you know he's ripping me off of my tires or whatever it is right so it's ironic i think in a lot of cases that when people do make money they don't want to look rich um and when they don't have money they do want to look rich and i bring this whole up i bring i spent the last 10 minutes here kind of talking about this phenomenon that rich people don't want to look rich and poor people do want to look rich uh to make a point is that once you start getting your clients to understand that especially people who aren't necessarily rich particularly people that are trying to look above wherever they are in life you know trying to create this instagram life image um, of being very successful once they realize that they can start feeling more comfortable just showing who they really are now it doesn't necessarily mean that they will but what i try to do with people is kind of walk them through the self-discovery process of you know do you have some rich friends are they always showing off are they always coming to parties talking about how much money they have usually not because they probably won't get invited to many parties they probably will have to abandon their old friends that are maybe at um you know a, a lower income uh stage of their life right and just surround themselves with people of the higher income and I, I, a lot of people don't want to do that a lot of people you know even if they have new money they they want to have their friends they want to kind of have the experience for their children that they had whatever it might be so um once people start really internalizing that rich people don't want to look rich poor people try to look rich and then they can see and reflect that on themselves and say hey that's what i'm doing you know, I'm trying to elevate my status by creating this image that really isn't appropriate. Once they see that and they say, listen, if I gave you $50 million, and this is something I've said to some people, if I gave you $50 million, you won the $100 million lottery, what would you do? And the reality is, as they think through it, they wouldn't just buy beautiful clothes and sports cars and drive around to their friends' houses and show up at their, you know, the next barbecue with their buddies, just like flashing money and throwing it around. They would probably be very humble about it. And so why embrace that kind of humility later if you do get rich why not right now get comfortable where you're at and actually to be honest the irony of it is that people might think you're more successful than you are if you are just humble and 
uh, accurate about kind of your your lifestyle, right? But um, it's it's almost ironic for the other way now. When I do go to events or when I do go um, to networking events or I am introduced to other people and when they put so much effort into trying to look successful, I'm very leery about it. I'm very skeptical that they are. It's, it's always the ones that uh, are very humble and um, pretty accurate and they're, you know, they share honestly with to me about what they do that sometimes i usually think hey they probably have not only good balance in life but they may be the most successful person in this room so anyway um that was my long-winded way of kind of just explaining sometimes what i'm trying to do with people not necessarily over a session sometimes it can happen that quickly but usually over multiple sessions you know with people who are trying to spend their way into an image that really isn't them and how do we kind of undo that how do we get people spending back down to where it should be for their lifestyle by addressing kind of this insecurity about what their life is and um, trying to strip away this desire, this need to make themselves look like something they're not. So hopefully that helps. Um, sometimes this is ongoing. I still have people that over the years, they've come to realize it, but it's really hard to embrace. You know, they've gotten themselves into a pattern of uh, spending or trying to uh, project an image that is something other than what they really are and so it's not it's not simple what i'm saying here is that yeah you might be able to make progress with people in one conversation it might take years for people to just come to this realization right some people because they've never been in that category of being wealthy of being rich being in surplus that they don't really know what the mentality is there and so it might take them a while for them to realize that so anyway I just wanted to bring that up because, um, you know, so many times I'm working with people with spending problems and the, the issue is not fundamentally the budget. The issue is not fundamentally a math problem. It's a behavioral problem and it's a behavioral problem because of some desire underneath that is uh, tilting their spending. So hopefully that helps. I'll see you later.